0: Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic hits.
0: Speaking of holidays, by the way... Um, I suppose modest supports for the country's airports and none of the airlines will leave the aviation sector disappointed as they continue to be hammered by the COVID costs. And the Minister for Expenditure and Reform, Michael McGrath, said that support packages of 10 million is being made available for Shannon and Cork airports to address the changes, but did not specify what that would actually entail. Now, to talk to us more a little bit about travel, because we all miss going on our holly bags, is Owen Curry, who's a travel expert. Good afternoon, June.
1: Good afternoon.
0: It wasn't great news yesterday in the budget for the travel industry. It's on its knees. I mean, they're seeing about probably a 90% reduction on what they would have saw passenger-wise last year. 20 million passengers down because we're not heading away to our favourite sunspots. What is going to happen, Owen? Because I heard Aer Lingus are now pleading with the government, more or less, to say, look, can you give us a plan? Because we need to start selling summer seats for next year and there's no point in selling them if we have to give everyone their money back again. So what's going to happen?
1: That's pretty much it. Uh, you've summed it up. Erlingus last week they put up their summer 2021 schedule. It's an ambitious one. It would have the sort of the frequency of flights we'd have remembered from 2019, three flights daily to Malaga, all of those sort of things. It was quite optimistic. I went on to them and said, uh, do you expect to fly these? And they said that we're not selling anything we don't expect to fly. But what they were looking for really was some sort of... Um, Assurance from the government that they, w- it, they wouldn't be arbitrarily reacting to news and putting in, bringing in travel bans, uh, the, the farcical the green list that came in. You might remember... The well, there is no green no
0: list, list at the moment.
1: <laughs> well, there were no countries with no airports in it. That was supposed to be replaced yesterday by something more coherent, a traffic light system. The traffic light system was panned by the entire aviation industry as soon as it was published because it gives, uh, it reduced the lead-in period for new announcements, which was recommended by the, the EU uh, Commission. It went to the Minister for, to be two weeks. The member state says no 24 hours. Twenty-four hours is no way to make any plans. No, you anybody. can't because
0: how could, if, if I if I want to go on a holiday on and, and I'm and I'm still only due say two weeks off for the year and I want to go on a holiday to Spain for two weeks and I book it and two weeks later that goes onto the the red list so to speak or the red traffic light. Well, then I need four weeks off work. My employer is not going to be very pleased with that. So it's it's just never going to work. And the, the way we're doing it at the moment, the waking up every morning and making decisions strategy is not going to work for industry. It's not going to work for the aviation authority and the concern now is is that they're losing so much money and many of these airlines are going to go bust
1: Big questions over very very well found funded airlines um, for instance Jess, um at the weekend talking about the trouble they're going to run into if they don't get a summer 2021 season they're one of the best managed best funded airlines in Europe loads of cash but they're not going to do two summers uh, without running out of it um, the, a lot of the airlines that were in trouble are getting a lot of state aid, Norwegian, Alitalia, people like that. It's a question of how long the governments will continue to fork out when they don't get uh, summer 2021. It's all now about summer 2021. Uh, the winter has been written off. Um, the Ryanair reaction to yesterday was sort of to give it a cautious welcome and say the government needs to implement this now, um, but it Ryanair are really going to bring the uh, traffic to and from Ireland down to a dribble um, if they don't get some sort of some something to lift the demand. And obviously Cork and Shannon Airports are casualties at that. But the sort of amazing prices that guy who emailed in um, saying his neighbour was going on holidays, the prices people are paying is fourteen ninety nine. To, to the canary islands uh, well, i know i mean
0: if you can get if you're unemployed or got the time off work i mean you'd be on the pigs' back wouldn't you at the moment because you, of course, then you don't have to worry too much about isolating, because There's, you don't have to get back to work.
1: Airlines is uh, American flights are ninety nine euro. I last saw a price like ninety nine euros in the
0: states, but you can't go. You're not allowed. But yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's on the it's on the internet for next January and February. Uh, so, so who last can, last uh, who can actually? Like that. Oh, who
0: can go to America at the moment? Don't only American citizens, I imagine.
1: Absolutely, nobody can go. There is that small proviso, but they're expecting things to have changed. Hopefully, uh, the the light will will start shining on America again after the election in November. Well, well,
0: Trump has <laughs> promised to open America again as soon as he gets reelected. <laughs> now, but we'll have to wait I, and see what happens yeah, there.
1: I think I think there's more likely the other crowd will open. But anyway, the the point is that fa- the 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 fairs are amazing. They're on sale, but the demand isn't there. And um, it's not government subsidies. It's not the five million to Cork and Shannon airports in the uh, budget yesterday that will keep the things moving. It's the fact that the the consumer demand comes back. There are enough problems with that, by the way, with people's fears about coronavirus. Is flying safe? My my argument, over and over and over again, is it's safer than in a, on an aircraft than on an uh, t- uh, operation. Well, I mean, look, possibly. the
0: airline industry for years, particularly since nine eleven, are experts in tracking and tracing because, of course, They're they great keep at
1: safety. well. Great absolutely, at well, they've
0: safety. always had people's information. They could tell you who's on the plane, where they were sitting, etc., etc. So they've always the airports or the airlines have been practicing that for years uh, before anyone else ever did it. But I suppose here's the thing: I know you're not a virologist and you're not an epidemiologist. But, I mean, what do you think we should do at this stage? You know, every day we don't seem to have a plan. Only today, for example, to give you an example of how they're speaking from both sides of their mouth. Leo Varadkar uh, was condemning Northern Ireland. When I say condemning, saying, "No, well, we won't be closing schools because that's not a good idea. And then five minutes later, the Irish Independent lead with an article saying the government, uh, this idea of closing the schools for the midterm for an extra week is back on the agenda again. Now, I don't know who said that in government, but it seems like they're all arguing with each other. Nobody's making up their minds. So where is that going to leave us? What do you think should happen when it comes to tourism? Because it's an important part of our economy. economy. What do you think should happen?
1: Well, I'm in enough trouble with my commentary on aviation and tourism without moving into medical. I won't make any uh, opinion on that. Yeah, but but I'm I'm asking you as an
0: aviation expert. Absolutely.
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What I see is we're moving into a cycle of coronavirus popping up rates popping up, being locked down, going back down again. Now, that's not just confined to Ireland and its counties. It's all over Europe, the regions of Europe. It's whack-a-mole. The thing pops up, you hit it over the head, it goes down again. So what are we looking at for the winter? Bouncing in and out of lockdown. And that'll apply to the people, uh, the counties we're flying out of in Ireland, and it'll apply to the regions that we're flying into. What we need, what we needed to happen yesterday, and it didn't happen, was... uh, Europe to sit down and say let's regionalize let's treat Lanzarote as a region not part of Spain and let's look at the rates in Lanzarote which are much lower than the rest of Spain and then draw up our strategy to say if it's safer to go to if it's safe if the case rates are low well Lanzarote should be in a position to accept visitors and stop pulling back up the borders that we all thought were gone, because Europe is a region. Europe is an economy. The tourism of Europe affects us all. The agriculture of Europe affects us well, well, the last time the I looked, we signed,
0: up, we signed up for free movement the last time I looked, but that doesn't seem to be the case.
1: But, I mean... And, and that's come under stress, and let's get free movement back, but let's do it safely, and let's follow what the European Centre of Disease Control are doing, which is monitoring us on a, on mm-hmm. a regional basis. The whole but, 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 but of Europe is all But the oh, because the airport.
0: industry is so important and the tourism industry, the aviation industry, which employs a lot of people, there's a lot of money invested in aviation and, you know, the price of those planes is not cheap to be sitting on tarmac. I'm pretty sure it's not good for the engines not being... Uh, maybe they're being warmed up every morning, I don't know. But I mean... Surely at this point, here we are eight months down the road, or almost eight months down the road, surely at this point we should we have the technology. There's machines out there that we could test people as they come in from countries. Say if you're coming from a country like America that might have high cases or Spain or France, that you come in from those countries, you get a little temperature test and we just stick a swab in your mouth five minutes later in a machine. Yeah, you're grand. Off you go. You're not great. Off you go to City West or go home, whichever. So surely we can do that. And we can allow tourism back into all the countries around Europe by testing people coming in and out of countries. It has to be if there has to be an efficient way of doing that. We can do it with custom control, we can do it with immigration control. Why not do a testing control?
1: You, as usual, you make three or four really interesting points in the lead into to that. One of them is on the aircraft. They have to be warmed up, they have to be flown, or they have to be recertified. It's one of the reasons Ryanair is keeping fly, uh, aircraft in the air with four passengers on board. It's easier to do that than to recertify your pilots, which have to be, go back in a simulator if they're not flying, and the aircraft which have to be recertified if they're not flying and it cost a fortune to store. It means that the likes of Ryanair has been keeping a service open when it's been non-economic onto the testing. There is no confidence in testing. The medics have all, uh, more or less from the beginning, said antigen testing, which is the real short-term thing. It doesn't have much merit from where they're looking. And they're also questioning the PCR testing, which is the more elaborate one. It's a point in time. So unless the medics all get together and say, we trust the testing, it's of no use. Everyone in aviation, everyone in tourism just wants that solution that you've just proposed. Go to the airport, swab. You're keen to fly, but they, it's not going. It's not within sight. It's not going to trundle Well, down. at
0: the moment, the antigen testing that. is 97%. Now, I know there's that 3%. There. PCR testing has a 1% positive, uh, false positive rate as well. But realistically, we're never going to get something that's 100%. I don't know of a test in anything that's 100%. Sure, we saw that with the cervical cancer uh, scandal going back a few years ago. There's always going to be margins of error. So we, there has to be a point where we have a trade-off, you know, for the economy, for people's lives, for our quality of lives with a small margin of error.
1: And they, who's going to pay for it? Because uh, obviously they're, they're all looking for the very cheap antigen test, the, the €5 or the €10 euro one, yeah. whereas most of what's going around now is about 100 130 if you go into uh, the Royal College of Surgeons to get it done for your pre-test to fly to Germany. So we, but we aren't at the stage where the confidence is there. They, we aren't at the stage where the medics and the people who are making the decisions and advising the government have that confidence in testing. Would that we were... With the temperature testing, which worked during SARS and was really being used in of this had worked, we're still chasing uh, the solution. And history, every single pandemic, they've always been looked, started off by looking in the longer, wrong direction. Back to 1918, they thought it was bacteria. 1832 cholera, they thought it was the air. They didn't look in the water. I think when you look back at COVID-19, we, we'll, people would say the first six months were spent uh, chasing the wrong solutions. We haven't gotten near the solution yet back to travel, we need to keep emphasising again and again and again that what is spreading the virus is not international travel. It's less than 2%. And if we keep our borders open and our planes in the air, the economies work. Not just the economies, trading gets done, essential services move. 43% of the people who work in Irish health are from outside the country, Philippine nurses, Pakistani, Indian doctors. All of that disconnection is being... Uh, not being helped by the fact that we have Mm -hmm. this attitude which makes travel more difficult and and by the way that's going to be more difficult for
0: Christmas sorry for rushing you on but the the travel is going to be more more difficult at Christmas because at Christmas time of course you've got you know sons and daughters living in Australia America uh, you know across the world you've got people who live here by the way from Poland and other Eastern European countries wanting to go home that is going to be a mess at Christmas
1: this is a very different country from the one you and I grew up in. 17% of Irish people were born abroad. They're, uh, they haven't seen cousins, uh, brothers, nephews, nieces. And when you have a clear data which shows that international travel is not responsible for spreading the disease, you wouldn't have thought that when we were all running around with our torches our, our and pitchforks mm. uh, about a Dallas flight. But it's not responsible for spreading the disease. In fact, we can hamper our ability to understand the disease to find the problem and tackle it, if we curtail international travel, that's the very clear message that Europe should be delivering. And I hope when it goes from the uh, the states, made their, their ruling yesterday, it'll go back to the Commission, and something more coherent will come from that.
0: Listen, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you coming on oh, the air, the Owen Curry, uh, travel expert. Thanks for joining us.